Hello, and welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast. Uh, I think we're at season four now. Um, uh, would this be episode one, guys, or Trev? Was this episode one or two? Remember, I don't even don't number. The uh, although, yeah, that's right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're in yeah. season four. Um, thank you very much to our uh, our sponsors, Brand Boulevard. Um, our guests always get something nice from uh, Brand Boulevard. My name's Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. So we've got a, uh, a, uh, another lawyer on today, uh, Josh, but in a completely different facet that you practice. Josh, like you are a real estate uh, and commercial and uh, also wills and power of attorney lawyer. More solicitor. And more solicitor, right? And uh, we have Mr. Rob. Hello. How's it uh, going? You want to introduce yourself to yeah. our audience? I'm uh, Rob Kiblikin. I'm a uh, criminal constitutional litigation lawyer. Um, I, I do mainly criminal and a bit of civil litigation as well. Um, you know, and, and I, pra I practice pretty well throughout Southern Ontario. It's a pretty nomadic existence um, going from courthouse to courthouse. And, and yeah, um, glad to be here. Glad to be on the pod, guys. Thanks very much for, for agreeing to come on. We really appreciate it. What prompted our group, so uh, just for our, our, our audience uh, that's either watching or listening, uh, we are recording this on July the 9th, um, and this is uh, a, a timely, uh, the reason why we do say this is so, one, when you do uh, listen to us, if there's any references to going into different stages in Ontario or whatever, it's because it just got announced today that um, on July the 15th, um, uh, Ontario will be going into stage three now, uh, which is amazing. But on top of that, uh, just recently announced about a week and a bit ago, Bill Cosby was acquitted of all charges uh, in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, Rob, if you can correct me, it was the state of Pennsylvania, correct? That's, uh, it wasn't acquitted, had his conviction overturned. And, and conviction it's, overturned. It's very, um, it's specific wording. And I, I touch on it in the article a little bit, if you want me to get into it. I will. So I'm just so basically in, in the state of Pennsylvania, the, the conviction against Bill Cosby was overturned. Uh, you know what hit the fan. Uh, and you wrote a, a very, I, I would have to say, a very, uh, it, not knowing anything about law at all, especially criminal law. I read your... Um, your article on this on deanblendell.com you wrote on dean blendell's uh, uh website and you really explained the situation extremely well um and you didn't and i loved how you didn't take we all did we all read it you didn't really take one side or the other but you did you did hold a position through the article but you you fully explained yourself so we're going to put a link to your article uh, under this podcast so people can li uh, link it and, and go and read it. But can you just walk our listeners through um, the, the whole why you wrote it and, and you know, how you came to, to, to your reasonings and stuff like that? Okay, so I, you know, when I decided to write the article, um, I, I actually had a chat with Dean and, and I just said, listen, I'm going to write something about this. And he went, okay, sure. Um, and I'll, I'll put it and we'll, we'll push it on the website. And, um, you know, cause I, 
I immediately read the decision because I knew it went to an appellate court. Okay, so what does that mean? An appellate court, um, you know, there's trial level courts and then there's appellate courts, appeals. Okay. So he, his, his legal team appealed the conviction, which was, uh-huh. they're doing that for Weinstein. They're doing that for, sure. you know, like it, it, that's just when you, that's the usual course of things. And so basically what um, I remember looking at, I said, I got to see this decision. I want to know why. Right. Because it's, you know, Bill Cosby, the allegations against him, and we have to remember that they are allegations and, and he's presumed to be innocent, um, but they're so overwhelming. And there's so many women have come forward and detailing a very specific set of pattern of behavior. Right. So it's there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. Right. So I wanted to, to see that. And I. I realized very quickly they weren't overturning the merits of the actual conviction. They were, they went after, um, they, they overturned the conviction because of his procedural rights were violated. Right. So basically in 2004, Bill Cosby drugs and sexually assaults Andrea Constant. Okay. And he did that. Like that happened. Okay. He, um, and then a year later, she brings a complaint to the police. First, she's Canadian, so she brought it to the Oshawa police, who then referred the matter to the Philadelphia police, who then referred the matter to the Montgomery County police and the Montgomery County district attorney, which is where Bill Cosby lived and where the assault happened. Um, And so the Montgomery, the district attorney of, of Montgomery County, and you have to remember something, the, the DA in the United States, it's an elected position, okay? These people get elected, so they're subject to public opinion. This is why you hear a lot of this sort of tough-on-crime rhetoric down there, right? Because that's what sells with your taxpayer. That's what sells with your voter, um, you know, and, and— Yeah, the dog catcher's elected. Like, it's—, it's everything's elected yeah. down there. Yeah, which is—and whereas our crown attorneys are not. They're appointed. No. So they're not subject to— you know, public hysteria, knee-jerk reaction type stuff, right? Um, although they do still subscribe to a lot of that, and I, had, I levy those criticisms often. But um, so you got you have to remember the time frame. This is 2005, right? So Me Too hasn't started yet. And, um, you know, he looked at, but, but District Attorney Castor believed her. He did. Um, cause there've been other women that have come forward too, and he did, but the, the evidence wasn't there, right? There's a, it's a lofty evidentiary burden. If you're going to convict somebody, um, even higher in Canada in the States, it's easier to convict people of crimes. Um, but it's still proof beyond a reasonable doubt is a lofty standard that you have to meet. And he knew that there would be a jury. He knew given his popularity, um, you know, it was going to be tough to convict him. So what he did was he encouraged. Now, her- so I just wanted to stop you there. Because can we just go on Caster for just one second? Because he was getting roasted by in the late night shows quite oh, yeah. a bit. So can we just kind of just dovetail off of that and explain why that why he was getting oh because he was a Trump supporter or something like that? Um, or I, well, what was it? I, I got I lost it. I don't know why. I don't know what his political leanings are. Yeah. Um, but here's the point: is he he made a decision. Uh, prosecutorial discretion. He made a decision. And that decision was, I'm not going to pursue criminal charges, okay? And because I don't think we have the evidence here. So that, that okay. was it. That's a, that's a fair decision. 
Yeah. And that's his discretion as a as a district attorney in Montgomery County in the United States. But to our listeners, he believed her. He did believe her, but he didn't have the evidence or conviction. So what did he do? He said to her, I believe you. So I'm going to encourage you to pursue a civil remedy because the burden of proof in civil court is much lower than it is in criminal court. Probabilities. Yeah, balance of probabilities, which is 51%. Whereas proof beyond a reasonable doubt is as close to 100% as you can. Right. So he, he said, why don't we get you, make you try and make you a whole out of this was basically what he was saying to her. Um, and not, she agreed. Yeah. And not that you can ever, you know, pay someone off who's been sexually assaulted, blah, 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 blah. But so um, Taster. So then they he gives press conferences to say, I'm not pursuing charges here. I'm not pursuing criminal charges because it came out that he was being sued in civil court. So in the United States. It's similar in Canada, you have similar rights, but you, you know, you've all heard the phrase, I plead the fifth, right? Um, which is basically the Fifth Amendment in the United States Constitution, it, it protects an individual against self-incrimination. So if you're compelled to testify and what you're going to say in court um, is going to incriminate you, you, you cannot, um, you can't be forced to say you can't be forced to incriminate yourself by being hit with a subpoena in criminal courts and, and also in civil courts as well. However, uh, Bruce Castor came out and said, we're not pursuing criminal charges, made, gave multiple press conferences. And then so Bill Cosby is then subpoenaed in the civil case uh, to, to give testimony in a deposition. So he can't plead the fifth in a civil case? He could have. He chose not to in reliance on the fact that the district attorney's office said, we're not pursuing criminal charges. Hmm. So they said, we're not pursuing criminal charges. So he then, he basically went out, like I said in the article, and I use this phrase, he incriminated the hell out of himself is what he did. Sure. He admitted to, you know, a, a litany of things that he otherwise would not have admit, admitted to. And then, so... That, that lawsuit settled in 2000, I think it was 2005, 2006. Uh, yeah, for $3.38 right? So she got a bit of a payday out of the deal. And go forward to 2015, you've got a new district attorney. You know, again, somebody, they want to get the caller. They want to get this big, you know, because again, at the point, like there's a lot more, you got, now 10 years later, Me Too's getting off the ground. Um, a lot more of the stuff's being reported and more women had come forward. So what do they do? They, um, sh they then lay the criminal charges using much of that testimony from the civil case against him. Right. So, and that's not okay. You know, as much as as much as um, I'm no fan of Bill Cosby and I think he should be in jail, um, you know, he did not invoke his constitutional right or his constitutional protections against self-incrimination based on the, the what the district attorney was saying. OK, in reliance of the fact that we're not pursuing criminal charges is what they were saying. He then forwent the use of those constitutional rights um, in reliance on that statement. And then they turned around and just used the statements against him 
So I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I know I got Josh on here. Maybe you can weigh in here, Josh, too. But I want to know why a, uh, a district attorney, the way you're explaining to me right now, should probably be, you know, DA 101. Yeah. Why would you press charges knowing full well that it's going to get over like the probability of it getting overturned? I don't understand why you would go down that road knowing. Public opinion, probably. I was going to yeah. say, isn't it come down to image? They're an elected official, right? So is that yeah. it? That all plays into it, like an individual's vanity and they want to maybe they're up for reelection or maybe they want the new caller or maybe they want they want to get the, they want to get this guy. Right. Like it's a, and it's, and it's important to know that. And, and this is a problem in the U S you know, um, that I believe that is a problem. Like Kamala Harris is awful. Okay. What, what she did as the attorney general of California, she, um, she barred, uh, inmates from testing DNA evidence, which could have exonerated them all because she wants the stat. Right. Like Kamala Harris is awful. Um, hmm. so, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing you have to understand it's a political game, right? Political game in the States. Right. And that's, that's really what they were doing. And you're, you're, you're right. They very likely knew that, Hey, once this, you know, winds its way up to, to um, you know, an appellate court, he's going to be let out probably, but they just wanted the collar and, you know, they want to uh they wanted to get them and and fair enough but the point is 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 you know people have procedural rights we live in much like much like canada the united states is a constitutional democracy okay people have rights and you know i i said this on on blundell you know i worked a very serious um serial killer case uh, a few years ago and the, the evidence was overwhelming. It was awful stuff. And, and I went in, I remember talking to, to, to my boss, sort of the guy with his name on the wall. And I, I went in and I went, this guy's an animal. What are we doing? You know, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe we're defending this guy. And he goes, Rob, first of all, it's not about you. Um, so check the delicate sensibilities at the door. And, you know, if we can protect the rights of the worst of us, the rest of us are better off. Hmm. You know, and I know that's a, a romanticized and idealized version, but so much of uh, criminal law, so much of uh, uh, constitutional law is based in those, those higher notions of we need to be better as a people, as a community, as a society. It's meant to better us, right? So we have to protect, you know, the worst of us. And, and, yeah. So and, basically, if you like, essentially, if you allow the fox to run the hen house, yeah, you, 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 there will eventually be no more hens. And then, then we all suffer, right? Because then it's easier right. to put us in jail. Then it's easier to put, you know, your your Brandon Curry's in jail, you know, on trumped up charges, right? And so, at the end of the day, it's the right move releasing that psycho, um, right. Uh, anyone else, uh, like, uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, 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 Jeff, are you recovered from your second shot? Are you yeah. having, yeah. Okay, good. That's, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Um, so happy. Uh, did you have any questions about, uh, about that at all? 
About the article? No. Did he get his COVID shots? Who, Bill Cosby? Yeah. Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, well, I find it tough. I, I, I just, you know, it's tough because you are you're calling him a psycho and letting him out, and I agree it's tough. But you know, it's 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 tough looking at defending their rights and all that too. So it's, I don't know. I'm glad I'm I'm not in your position sometimes because I say roast them, <laughs> but it it is what it is, right? So I understand that sentiment too, like because it's offensive to like, you know, the allegations are that he, that he. Sex, drugged and sexually assaulted 54 women. Mm-hmm. E4. Like, the guy's a serial sexual predator, it looks right. like. Yeah. Um, hey. Now, yeah. Well, now, real, uh, there. That stuff makes me sick, but that's just me. But, Bondo, do you, do, what are your comments on when you read that article? Well, I mean, it's, I think, essentially, it's a good article for sure. I mean, essentially what you're seeing is a la O.J. Simpson right. over again, right? Like, the glove doesn't fit, you might as well acquit. Kind of. Procedurally, if your evidence doesn't support a guilty conviction or procedurally somebody has foregone their rights because of representations made to them, um, you can't then kind of backpedal and... No, it's right. current case right now in baseball too, with Trevor Bauer, that's going on right now through Major League Baseball, which is an interesting case and it's very public. Yeah, but he, he's it, he hasn't been you know he hasn't had a chance to represent himself right now. So you're hearing both sides played throughout you know the media right now, and it's I find it an interesting case because it's a current top tier Major League Baseball player who's who's. I'm not sure if everybody's familiar with that case, but it's very public what's happened, what he's accused of and all that. And I find that one interesting too. No, and, and, and you're right. Like, uh, and this is the thing is that like, you, you see him with Jake Vertanen and the Vancouver Canucks, um, you know, so we're, we're in a, he, fundamentally, I agree with the Me Too movement. I do. Um, men have been getting away with, with sexually assaulting women since time immemorial. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there had to be, and this is, I have a friend, he's a welder, right? And, um, skilled, skilled worker. Um, but he said something really profound to me. Um, it kind of stuck, it stuck with me and he, and he goes, you know, I was talking about sort of the knee jerk policy reactions because they've eroded some of the fundamental protections for accused persons in Canada as a result of the me too movement. You know, if the crown's proceeding by indictment, you no longer have the right to a preliminary inquiry in this country. Okay, so what, that, whoa, 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 what does that mean to, to our listeners? What does that even mean? So a uh, preliminary inquiry was like a discovery almost. It, it, it's, or it still is. Um, right? It's like your, your dry run at trial, right? You Got get it. to go see how does this complainant testify? Is she going to hold up? Um, you know, uh, what's the evidence actually look like, right? So it's like a, a mini trial. It, so because, you know, we need to now believe all complainants and we need, you know, we need to protect uh, complainants, you don't have the right if you're charged with sexual assault to a preliminary inquiry in Canada anymore. You go straight to trial. You know, and, and so they've, that's a, it's a fundamental procedural protection that, that has been eroded. I'm against though that type of stuff as a result, the knee-jerk policy reactions. Um, and that's, that's the Trudeau government has done that. You know, right. 
And, and what invariably, they, what they've done is they've taken a criminal trial, like it or not, is not about the complainant. It's about the accused and whether they did it based on the evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. They it's broke. not the complainant. Bono, you said something? Say that again. I said they broke a law. Did they break a law or did they not break a law? Right. That, and do we have the evidence to support that? Right. Uh, that conclusion. You know, and so, um, but again, this is, this is, the, the game board has been altered as a result of the Me Too movement, and that I'm against. You know, and again, like, the whole, um, we have to believe all complainants, really, all of them. Um, well, especially with celebrities, right? Because you don't know if they're gold digging or not, right? It's such an, it's, you just don't know, you don't know what to do, it's. It's crazy because both sides, you can see where they could be guilty. And, and you know, I just ran a case where a, a complainant tried to extort my client. You know, pay me, I won't testify. Like, these are, this actually happens. And it happens, you know, it happens to innocent men. Oh. You know, a lot more, um, you know, I, half of my practice is probably sex assault cases. Right. Uh, those about a third reek of false reporting. Whether, and, and did you have any repercussions on that besides like slander or anything like that? That's the thing. No, There's nothing. If you shot, they don't get it. See you later. Technically, they can, but they're they're the, the again. The police are running scared. They're kind of like we're not gonna you know. Well, not in the Me Too movement. No, they're yeah. not touching that with ten foot pole. Exactly. Right. So they, they, they get away with this crap, right? So it's, it's the game board's been fundamentally altered and, and it's some of the, the changes to procedural rights have been real, have, are, are deeply concerning from a, a, a constitutional, uh, in a civil liberties perspective. Like the thing I find interesting, I'm going back to the Trevor Bauer one. I was listening on the radio and there was a lawyer talking about it. And the whole debate is really that I'm not sure if you guys know about the baseball person. He was a, he's a Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher, yep. and he had sexual relations with a girl who he's claiming liked it rough, and she ended up having like black eyes and stuff like that. And I believe the DA in the state said that if there's any kind of form of of assault, that that the case is basically in the in in favor of the accuser, no matter what. So really, a well, girl you... can go out there and look for you know look for rough rough sex. And then the, yeah, but you know, the, the, in, in, in Canadian law, and correct correct me if I'm wrong, Rob and Josh, you cannot consent to abuse. You can't consent to bodily harm. You cannot consent to bodily harm. So that so so any guy that's out there that's listening to this, if a if a you know you're picking up a one night stand, or even if it's someone that you're dating on, on the regular, and they're like. I want to be roughed up. You cannot consent to bodily harm. You will, and she presses charges. You're done. Yeah, like it's it, it, it's that that's the thing is, and and so the threshold for bodily harm. So what makes it so an assault? Um, they call it assault simpliciter. Is that's assault, right? Yeah. Bodily harm is a bruise, uh, a cut, a busted lip. Uh, you know, um, when you get into aggravated assault, that's maim, wound, or seriously injure. So broken bone, broken like broken jaw, whatever. You know, that's that. Then you cross the threshold into an aggravated assault. But you, yeah, and and that's that's the thing is your BDSM crowd. Yeah, 
be worried. Like, yep. Um, because you cannot consent to bodily harm. That uh, that is well settled law. Yep. In Canada, I don't know in the states. I don't. I I can't comment on that. I know that again. And this is this is another thing that I I really disagree with about the whole Me Too bit is dogpiling. Whether Trevor Bauer is exonerated or not, whether Jake Vertanen is exonerated or not, they're done. Yeah. yeah. They're- yeah, they're done. They're done. They're done socially. They're done. Uh, like, even if they get off, they're, they're done completely. Well, the funny part is the Dodgers didn't try to suspend them, but Major League Baseball had to suspend them. And now they've extended it by a week, but the Dodgers were going to let them play. And they said, well, there's no proof of it, right? But public opinion, once again, you know, it makes the Dodgers look bad. They, they lose sales. They're done. Well, but yeah, <laughs> but the, the thing is, too, you got to remember, it, there could be something in the CBA that states that if they suspend the player, they're on the hook for the salary. Like, you don't know. Whereas if yeah. Major League Baseball um, suspends the player, they're not on the hook for the salary because they've been their hand has been forced by the league. And then there's probably something in the CBA. Oh, you know, okay. it, it's probably a business decision on why they didn't suspend the player as opposed to, Oh, you know what decision for the yeah. for the sports basically right like R- Roberto Osuno from the Jays he got he got booted from Canada basically and now he I don't even think he's signed with the team since one no. of the best no, he, ever. He, yeah, that. Houston and now he's uh he I think he's I think done, he's done yeah he's like he's a free agent he can sign anywhere right now I believe he, but uh, then you've got to look at the Me Too movement in that city if you that you do hire him like it happened in the NFL too they had that one running back I forget his name. He got busted, never played a game again. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, Rob, like, I, there, there's two sides. There's two sides to this. There's, there's the defense attorney uh, side of you, right? That yeah. you're, you're going to say, you know, X. And then what is the, the social message that you want to give to? Cause you, you say it in your article. You support the Me Too movement. You support, um, and believe the woman that came forward, the women, multiple yeah. women that came forward against Bill Cosby. Yeah. Under no circumstance in that article once did you ever poo-poo the movement or anything. You were just coming at it from an analytical, legal perspective to explain why he got off. Yeah. So I guess from from your two hats that you from from a uh, you're a father, are you not? No, 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 I'm not. No. Okay, you're not. Okay, um, but but to to uh, a couple guys that are on this uh, podcast that are fathers of daughters and yeah. fathers of sons, take 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 your put your hat on and take your hat off and and just kind of summarize it for us. No, and here's the thing: is I agree. Like I said, I agree in principle with the Me Too movement. More women are coming forward. That's a good thing, no matter how you cut it. Right. That's- because again, this stuff has been going on. Men have been getting away with this crap uh, since time immemorial. You know the 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 notion. Tom Hanks talked about it when everything blew up about Harvey Weinstein. You know the the, the notion of the casting couch. Yep, is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you know, and women have had to put up with this for far too long. And like my friend, who's a welder, told me. I'll, go, I'll circle back to him. He goes, Rob, sometimes when you're uh, when metal's bent too far one way, if you want to get it true, you've kind of got to bend it a little farther back the other way if you're going to get it straight again. Right. right. So applied to this is that 
yeah, it, there's going to be a rolling back of some of the, I hope, some of the legislative changes. I really do, because I think we've compromised it in this country. Um, and I disagree with the, the social media dogpiling and, and um, ruining someone's life before they've even seen court. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, in principle, it's good. Unfortunately, there's going to be a few casualties along the way until we sort of get us out the right system here. You know, what, did, awesome. did Jake Vertanen do it? Maybe, maybe not, but he hasn't seen a court and they haven't even laid charges against him. She's suing him civilly. Right. So we're going to end this episode here. I want to have you on for one more because um, I've got one more follow-up uh, topic that can spin into its other. Um, cool. And uh, because you kind of touched on it right at the end and, and it kind of got me thinking. Um, okay. But thank you very much, Rob, for coming on with this episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening and sharing and caring and all that jazz. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, my name. Oh no, we don't. We, we don't. We don't. We don't do that. No. Okay. Anyways, all right. Fine, Josh. Send it away. Send it away, Josh. Help us. Help you stay informed. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.